0: Hey guys, this is Dan Putt from Reboot. I am really excited to introduce you to something new today. I'm a little nervous too, actually. Uh, You might have noticed there's a different type of show title. And this is part of a broader goal that we have to introduce you to more and more Reboot Voices. Now don't worry, nothing is going to change about the regular show, and we'll continue to have Jerry and guests on every two weeks or so. But you will start to see more and more of these types of episodes as well. And I'm excited to launch our first today in partnership with NextView Ventures, a Seed VC based in Boston and New York. Now, this series that we're going to tackle with NextView is really about the fundamental challenges facing lots of entrepreneurs when it comes to communication and leadership. And This whole thing came about because NextView has its own amazing podcast called Traction, which shares stories about entrepreneurs going from zero to one and everything important. And this show is amazing, and I would definitely recommend checking it out. And I will put a link to it in the show notes. So part one of our series with NextView is about what to do when you and your co-founder have let a problem simmer between you for a while. What should you do to solve it? Is it too late? Here is my conversation with NextView's VP and host of the Traction Podcast, Jay Acunzo. Enjoy.
1: Everybody's experienced conflict where it's like, you're catching it by the tail by the time you realize you need to address it and it like is it too late so i'd be curious to hear from your perspective of someone who's like dealing with that over and over again and it's almost ready to bubble up like how do you advise somebody they handle that situation
0: well the good news and the bad news is um it's it's not easy but it's pretty simple and it's, it's really coming in and just having the, having the conversation. What I, what's amazing of what I see with clients is, um, the amount of effort and work required to essentially avoid the conversation can really build. I mean, to the point where there's these elaborate sort of tools and systems and even the way like team meetings are run and, 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 uh, how sort of the organization is structured, all of it starts to get shaped in a way of avoiding the conflict. So it it goes far beyond just the, the founders. It starts to really affect sort of the foundation of the organization. And I've seen bigger organizations. We, you know, we do some, some performance reviews, and I've seen bigger organizations that in effect still have the foundation um, in place from the very early days of potentially some, some likely some co-founder conflict that wasn't addressed. So, in one, what I will always tell people is that in one way or the other, it's going to have a big impact and likely going to blow up. And so, the sooner you can address it, and and um, the sooner you can can you know get it all out on the table, it doesn't necessarily mean that we'll fix everything. It doesn't mean that you'll now be best friends and work together. But it does mean that you can get back to you know, moving forward, whether that's together or separately. And that's one of the big fears that tends to hold people back too. Is like what do I do without my co-founder? They're the only one that can do X, Y, and Z. So if I tell them on all the ways that that I'm struggling to work with them and they leave, then I'm totally screwed because I got this pitch meeting coming up and we're trying to fundraise and totally blows the whole thing up. So I understand the fear and hesitation, but I can just tell you, having seen a lot of of teams and seen them at all stages, that a, a conflict that is not addressed and not addressed quickly is one that has major can have major impact
1: so two things jumped out to me from what you just said uh i'll I'll list them in order and maybe we can tackle them in reverse so the first thing you mentioned is like this fear that if I bring up the conversation I bring up the conflict now, I might lose my co-founder. But I think that speaks to this implicit understanding or implicit belief rather that if I just don't bring it up, things will get better and we'll go back to having a great working relationship. And I I think you and I would probably both agree that's just blatantly false. So you're Mm -hmm. you're optimizing for keeping your co-founder by not bringing up the conflict when in reality you're just making it more likely that down the road something bubbles up in a bigger way and they're definitely gone. That's the first thing. The second thing was you mentioned that you've seen this a lot. And I think it's hard for somebody going through that first experience to understand what to deal with. And then here you come as a great coach and a great asset and a great resource. And you can say, look, I've seen this multiple times. And I'm curious, since you're coaching entrepreneurs and everybody in the startup world has this idea of I'm the exception. No one has done this before, but I can do it. No one has built this before. I'm up against the odds. Everybody else is going to work for the man, and I'm going to start my own company. There's this like outlier mentality in the startup world, and rightfully so. So let's start with the second point. When you're bringing up this idea of like, look, I've seen the movie before. I've seen this happen. Let me help you using that experience. Do you find that entrepreneurs you coach are open to that idea? Or you know how dangerous is it for me to write off as an entrepreneur the fact that you know, you have experienced this in other cases.
0: So what I actually find is generally in from from either the boot camps or client experience, generally hearing that other people have their own challenges is is actually a very positive thing for entrepreneurs. So I'm thinking of, of recent clients who I've had this conversation with and I share with them that you know basically what you're outlining to me, I know it seems really hard. I know that it seems like it's proof that everything you're doing is wrong and you have no idea what you're doing and you're, you're not managing the company well. I know it all seems really heavy, but what I can tell you is that I could strip out you know, names and individuals from what your conversation, what you're sharing with me, and essentially you know, play them back at every single boot camp that I've ever attended um, because this, converse, this conversation and this challenge and this conflict is, is I don't want to say universal, that's too broad, but very common. It's it's part of the high stakes game of entrepreneurship. You know, we we tend to wrap and invest so much of our our sense of worth in in what we're building and trying to do great things that it just tends to kind of up the um, the emotional stakes. And when you combine that with some of the you know financial struggles and and the the many questions and unknowns that exist in startups, it's a really volatile place and a really Potent setup to create conflict, even among the best of friends or family members. And a lot of times they say don't <laughs> don't mix business and family. But um, so I actually find that that just sharing with people this notion that that what they're going through is not is not proof that they don't know what they're doing. It's proof of being an entrepreneur. It's proof of them being on the journey. And so now here's your opportunity to step in and deal with it.
1: What you, you, you just said is like you're an entrepreneur, which is, a, which is a role or a label that gets thrown around a lot. But what you're hinting at there is you're, you're part of a larger community, a lot of whom deal with this exact thing. You know, maybe the nuance and the specifics of how to back out of it and how to address the conflict are different, but the fact that you are experiencing conflict and have chosen not to address it up front, so it's about to bu- bubble over, like that in and of itself is not unique to you so i think you know heating words from folks like you and jerry and your team matters did i get that right absolutely okay yes. cool so let, let's yeah. let's get uh back to the other point which is burying it can be so detrimental because you're like i just got to put my head down and plow through like you're you're up against all these um friction-filled tasks all day every day whether it's building early product Validating that product in the market, acquiring early customers, convincing investors, like everything you do feels like it's a little bit difficult or a lot bit difficult. And so naturally, when you look at your relationship with your co-founder, you might be like, okay, this is just part of everything I do. It's going to, it's tricky. It's full of friction, etc." cetera. I'm just going to put my head down and do kind of like the modern entrepreneur thing and like hustle and grind and like push my way through and power through. There's like this brute force dialogue, I think, that happens too, too much around entrepreneurship today. And that leads you to now the precipice. So in a past episode, we talked about how to start handling conflict early. Now we're talking about when you've waited. Like, Dan, get me really practical here. I'm an entrepreneur. I've waited to address this conflict. I know I have to have the conversation, but I don't know how to do it. Like, what should I be doing to address it and move past it?
0: Yeah, so uh, it it can be hard, but it's a wonderful – this is an opportunity – to, to really step into being uh, an entrepreneur and, and setting the tone for the type of organization that you want to work for and you want to build. Um, so more practically, we uh, we actually did a, a workshop around this more re- most recently, and we kind of outlined potentially four tools that you could use um, to address conflict. So the first is what based on a talk that Jerry has done called Being Fierce, and that's Essentially, walking through and, and sitting down and having a direct conversation. Um, here's what I'm dealing with. Here's what I'm struggling with. Where are you? Let's let's just talk it out. That one's pretty straightforward, but it's can be a little scary for people. Uh, uh, something that we do we we do in our boot camps, which we found to be really really strong for people, is before you have that direct conversation, it can be helpful to reconnect with purpose. And this is the second tool for alignment. So, one of the The best ways, obviously, to address the conflict is to get back to alignment. And um, so reconnecting with purpose is really about going back to why you started and how you both got there. And a really simple way to do that, it might sound a little cheesy. You don't have to do it this way, but I've seen it work extremely well for people. The founders sit back to back and they take turns telling the origin story. I mean, going back to even when the very, very first thing that you sort of think of when you think of the beginning of the organization. And and so that might mean like random idea you read about on TechCrunch that sort of became the genesis of the idea and the organization or whatever it might be. But sitting back to back, having each, each person take turns sharing the story does this really magical thing where people remember why they came into this together. And then it creates sort of this, this fertile ground to to either think about where they are now, what they're struggling with, what the conflict is, and how they can move forward, or you know, reconnect with why they really want to be together or whatever it may be. But just hearing that story, remembering that they're on the journey together can be really helpful. The other two I'll just mention quickly, we talk about just learning how to sit and listen to someone and have creating the space for them to really um, share with what's going on with them, and this is a lot of stuff you learn as a coach. It's stuff that we're finding to be really effective skills for for leaders. Uh, so, and that's asking, you know, asking questions, what we call open honest questions, or questions that you you couldn't possibly have the answer to, but their a place of curiosity and really caring about what's going on for that person. To um, so learning to listen and then crafting a blueprint blueprint for the relationship. And there's more on our our website about this, but it's essentially, you know, there, there's all kinds of legal documents around here's what happens to the company if, you know, stuff hits the fan, here's what happens. And and so there's plenty of coverage on that. But what about how do we work best together? How do we work when you're stressed or when I'm stressed and how do we support each other in that? So it's going back and really looking at with with intention how we can work best for each other. Um, that one tends to work better earlier on where there's a little bit more of a connection. The, uh, the origin story and then ultimately being fierce and having that direct conversation are, I think, probably the best tools to step into a potentially heavy, con- heavy conflict situation or bringing in someone that you really trust like a mediator who can help support having that conversation. So I'll stop there. But those are, those are some of the four things that we work through in a workshop or a boot camp.
1: On the next episode, part two of our series, I play skeptic to all of this. We're, you know, we're, we're all so focused on practical stuff, fundraising acquisition you know technology what do you do when someone comes to you and they're rooted in that and they still have those problems and they're like closed-minded about you know the openness it might take to be so vulnerable to go through those exercises like how do you get them there so that they can even benefit from your coaching
0: hope you enjoyed this episode please consider leaving us a rating on itunes your rating is the single most effective way for new listeners to find and enjoy the show you can also get the next episode in this series and all Reboot Podcast episodes by signing up at Reboot.io slash sign up. There's a link for that in our show notes. And while you are checking out the show notes, be sure to check out the link to the Traction podcast from next Few Ventures. As I said earlier, Traction is one of my favorite podcasts. Great stories with great entrepreneurs, really talking about how they scrap their way to early results. My thanks to Jay Kunzo for putting together this series. And I have to really thank Jay for challenging me to get out from behind the podcast producer seat and do more than just an intro. I'm excited for the next episode in the series where Jay really challenges me on some of the things I've shared here. And you will not want to miss how I respond to that. Jerry will be back next week with a new episode. I am Dan Putt from Reboot. and You've been listening to the Reboot Podcast. Thanks for joining.